Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the commentary for Comedy of Errors Act 3, Independent Shakespeare. I'm your director, Landon Bell, and I am joined by my assistant director, Sven Halverson. And our good old dramaturge. Oh, so stupid in there. Uh, Colin Keller. <laughs> That's always fun. You must excuse us all. And kicking us off here, we have got a scene directed by Swen. Yep. Um, if you can hear, that's me walking up while Nate's drumming up. But, um, the first version of this, uh, when I had walking, they were walking towards the house most of the time, and then it seemed a little confusing, so we changed that. Final version sounds pretty great, though. Um, I love the uh, the walking effects you use, though. Um, like when Dromeo comes up and when they go up to the house. You would keep from my heels and beware of an ass. You're sad, Senor and plus, this scene Bring in general is just really hilarious. <laughs> this is one of the funniest scenes in the entire play. Cheap, sir, and you're I had a little trouble with scoring, so I just didn't score the first part. I hope it didn't sound too abrupt bringing the music right in there. Nah, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, and I think it sounds great. Uh, so, off the bat here, we have Dave Morgan as Antiphilos of Ephesus. Uh, we've got Christopher Gilstrap as Dromi of Ephesus. And Bill McKenzie as Balthazar. And I believe this is Bill's first role at Pendant. I believe. Name sounds familiar, though, so it might not be. But, you know. Might not be. I'm like 99.999% sure it's his first independent Shakespeare, though, so. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Mindy Raskinen. Drove me up Syracuse. <laughs> to make it sound like they were behind the door, I just EQ'd out the lower sounds, some of the higher sounds. FFAT filters are your friends. I have not Indeed. Nor today here you must not. Come again when you may. What art thou that keepest me out? I love the knocking here. The knocking effects. They they sell it. Yeah, they get more frustrated. I think they might peek a little bit on some of them. But... Oh well. These are the kind of uh, characters though, that would peek the, the sound over a mic. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> FFT filters are your friends. <laughs> I added a little reverb on that uh, loose. I don't know what the, the actor's name is. Yes, uh, the, it doesn't quite. It doesn't quite sound the same as um, the natural reverb that was in um, uh, Romeo. Okay. It sounded close enough. 
Now, baggage, let me in. It works. <laughs> um, th- this is uh, Amber Lee as Luce, and I was really glad that she uh, agreed to take on the role on such short notice. Um, and she just nails it. <laughs> she was previously in uh, Macbeth, and so this is this has been what about four plays since she's been on the show? So yeah. Uh, she was the uh, maiden of the three witches. Yes. So. And still my favorite uh, murderer. <laughs> so we're definitely glad to have her back. She does a great job. <laughs> and uh, this here is Aiden Rudd as Angelo. There's something in the wind that we cannot get in. You would say so, Master, if your garments were thin. Who, he, he does a really good job sounding like a, uh, moody blacksmith. Go fetch me something, I'll break open the gate. I hope it doesn't, it seems like sometimes the voices come out and you say, oh, that person was there? But, um, it's hard to let people know they're there if they don't talk early in the scene or something. Yeah, Shakespeare is kind of a problem with, all right, people, come this way. But don't say anything ever to let people know you're here at all. Yeah. These plays are very much designed for the stage, but um, the, the interesting thing is that they still do work in audio. So even with uh, stage direction like that, where you just have characters standing around, you can still make it work. Definitely. And uh, sometimes you can do little tricks to make it work a little bit better. Patience, sir. Or find different ways to make it unique. It not be so. So, right. Herein you war against your reputation and draw within the compass of suspect the unviolated honor of your wife. Once this, your long experience of her wisdom, her sober virtue, years and modesty, plead on her part some cause to you unknown. And I have to ask, how many Balthazars have we gone through now? Three, four? This time, the I think that's like Shakespeare's number one name is Balthazar. He loves it. He loves that name for some reason. <laughs> the tiger altogether. And about evening come yourself alone to know the reason of this strange restraint. If by strong hand you offer to break in now in the stirring passage of the day, a vulgar comet will be made of it. And that's supposed So the music in the background, where did that come from? Uh that was another one of my pieces that I composed. Grave when you um, dead. For slander lives and if I possession. remember correctly, where it gets possession. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> My mind blanked. And in despite of mirth, dainty plucking. Yes, yes, that's correct. I was about to say cheap dainties, but that's another. Uh, that's another track on the album. This <laughs> woman. Oh, uh, there was a thing earlier when he said. I'll break up the gate. It sounded like he cracked his knuckles on his wine. Nice. Bring it. I pray. That's that's something you know when actors leave little things like that in. It's like okay, you know what? I can use this. Good job. I think at one point I had someone they were supposed to be eating, and they're like, "Well, I've got a thing of lasagna with me." So nom 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 nom. Nice. I'll meet you at that place some hour hence. Do so. There was one time, um, 
this I was cleaning Dave Morgan's lines. I believe it was for Othello. And he hit a box. And there was a scene where he actually hit an object of some sort. But it had to, ha- had to be metallic. It had to sound metallic. So I wound up and not using the box. But I wanted to. <laughs> Shall that Dave next time grab a pan. Spring of love, I love springs rot. Shall love in building grow so ruinous? If you did wed my sister for her wealth, several pans for her wealth sake, several pans. <laughs> just just or if you punch an oven, okay? I like that idea. Yeah, just just put your microphone in the oven and just punch it. Let not my sister read it in your eye. Be not thy tongue. Just don't worry. We'll we'll, we'll find a scene where it'll be useful. Come <laughs> Apparel vice like virtue's harbinger. I believe this one was directed by uh, Langdon. Uh, yes, yes, it was. Um, so, two scenes, one took one, one took the other. Yes. Simple thief brags of his own attaint. Tis double wrong to truant with your bed. And let. And this is Rochelle Hager as Luciana. Shame hath a bastard. Rochelle. Her lines are always clean. Alas. Yes. Yes. Make Very professional. Being compact of credit. That's why we really, and really like her. <laughs> that and she does real has really good delivery, no matter what character she's playing. And you may move us. Definitely. Then, gentle brother. As a matter of fact, I think this is probably uh, my favorite role that she's done for the Pen and Shakespeare. Tis holy sport to be a little vain when the sweet breath of flattery conquers strife. Sweet mistress. What your name is else I know. Not. Pete Melan. Pete. Oh, you Pete. His lines are clean, too. Earth divine. <laughs> also, very See, actors, we have a uh, a running theme here. When your lights are clean, we are really happy. Just just saying. We like clean lines. We like lines that don't have lots of background noise. Are you a god? No breath and pops. No breath pops. No popping teeth. Transform me then. But if that now we understand some of you have to shoot down a couple of airplanes to make that happen, but we appreciate it. We'll give you a medal or maybe a penny. I think pennies are more likely since most people who win pennies have good audio quality. <laughs> this is true. This is very, very true. To drown me in thy sister's flood of tears. See, it's a reoccurring theme, people. <laughs> Sing, sire, for thyself. And I will dote. The directors are happy. The silver waves, I'll be honest, I'm just trying to find conversation, because otherwise I'm going to sit here going, Oh, Pete, my lad. Keep talking very slowly and confidently about love and how beautiful things are. I love this bit here where... Uh, are you mad that you he acts like himself? well not mad i don't know if he does or not really but he kind of acts like he's falling in love with luciana um and it's, it just cracks me up because of adriana's place in the play why call you me love call my sister so that sister's sister that's my sister no, it is thyself. Also, I Rochelle so handles it very well. She's just like, ah, uh, you my idiot. Eyes clear up, my dear dearer <laughs> well, and it's definitely, I think, one thing Shakespeare's good at is allowing things to end well. In fact, he has a play of that very name, 
<laughs> Indeed. Myself, sister, sweet, for I am thee. thee well, even his tragedies end well, you could say. Lead my life. Not unless you're, it's named after you. No <laughs> Give me thy hand. Oh, soft air. Hold you still. I'll fetch my sister to get her goodwill. I really, you know, I think that's my favorite part of Shakespeare is when he does those lines that rhyme. Well, how now, Dromeo? Where runst thou so fast? Do you know me, sir? Am I Dromeo? Yeah, rhyming lines are good. Am I myself? I mean, lines all the time. Thou art Dromeo. Thou art my man. Thou art thyself. I am an ass. <laughs> I am a woman's man, and besides myself. What woman's man? And how does Mindy's takes up? of this were besides so myself. hilarious. Mary, sir, besides myself, I am due to a woman. Her descriptions of Luz. <laughs> all 20 takes of them. What claim lays she Yes. Mary, sir, such claim is and also, like, midway through her line, she's just like, this is my favorite thing in this play. <laughs> <laughs> I, being a beast, she would have me, but that she, being a very beastly creature, lays Both Dromeos are very funny. What is, what is she? They are. A very reverent body. I such a and uh, speak of getting that so casting reverence. right was not easy. I, 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 would, I, did, I would not envy yeah. having to re redo that process. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really pleased with the actress we got. A fat marriage. <laughs> is that referring to Luce, or is that referring to somebody else? Uh, Luce, yes. Yeah. Faith thinks you should definitely not call your significant other having a fat marriage. <laughs> what complexion is she of? Sort like my shoe, but her face nothing half so clean kept. For why? She sweats. A man may go over shoes in the grime of it. <laughs> that water will mend. No, sir, tis in grain. Noah's flood could not do it. What's her name? Nell, sir. But her name and three quarters, that's an L, and three quarters could not measure her from hip to hip. Ah, uh, then she bears some breath. No well, from head to foot than from hip to hip. She is spherical like a globe. I could find out. And we're laughing at the episode. Uh -huh. <laughs> Indeed. Darn it, good actors. In How can you do this to us? Stands Ireland. Mary and her buttocks. I found it out by the bogs. Where's Scotland? It's also, I think it's also funny because Mindy is the one doing this set of lines here. If it had been Christopher, like it, it I don't think it would have been quite as funny. Uh, but because Mindy's doing it and because she's actually playing a guy, uh, there's some irony to it. A guy playing the character makes it sound like he's just being a creep. All embellished with rubies, carbuncles, sapphires, declining their rich aspect to the hot breath of Spain. This is why we tried to cast even even. That to add to some hilarity because we're like, okay, this is a bit weird. I did not look so low. Well, in this case, the biggest reason was voice matching. This drudge voice matching was fun. Um, so Mindy did the best 
voice closest to what Christopher did. So I was like, yeah, let's let's go with that. (laughs) And both of them are very good sports about trying to sound similar to one another. (laughs) Go high thee presently, post to the road. And if the wind blow any way from shore, I will not harbor in this town tonight. If any bark puts forth, come to the mart. For that matter, uh, Pete and Dave are as well. Everyone knows <laughs> they, uh, I, I still, I still feel bad for Dave after he sent that email. He's like, I might kill you. <laughs> I could see that happening a lot. Yeah, that. Well, I think that that's one thing we the, the writer wants us to do a lot of have the actors open up their scripts and go sorry he wants us to do what now even <laughs> uh, one day I'm sure the actress will rise up in mass and beat the crap out of the long dead writer I have one of those in uh, Antony and Cleopatra recently which uh, made me hasn't come out yet, but it will. And one of my actors emailed me and they were like, uh, the cue just says that they're in distress. So I gave you distress. Walla. Hope you liked it. I thought to obtain your time, the chain unfinished made me stay thus long. Huh? What is your will that I shall do with this? What please yourself, sir, I have made it for you. Made it for me, sir? I bespoke it not. Not once nor twice, but twenty times you have. And this Go musical cue here is called wife with all I, sir, and the piano. I pray you, sir, receive the money now, for fear you ne'er see chain nor money more. Which I guess I should explain. That's a riff off of the uh, the line in the play, I Sir Am Dromeo. And since this is a version of the track by that title, I thought it was apt to call it something like that. (laughs) That's one thing about Shakespeare lines. They make epic titles. You know, albums, covers. Oh, yeah. And there for Dromeo, stay if any ship put out. Fault in Our just, Stars is still my favorite one, which rips uh, That one still annoys me. That one still annoys me. No, it's so good. Yeah, but the, 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 the line and the meaning of the line and the message and theme of the book are contradictory. So <laughs> That one is slow here at the keyboard. <laughs> Not you might be right. Three. Featuring the voice talents of. I love how Brian, as the credits, is he doing the uh, doing the cowboy action because we're in a western. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was talking to him about that, and he he said something about well, you know, I'm gonna try this and see if it works, and it worked. So I just told him, yeah, just do this for the other other four acts, and we'll make it fit in there. Adapted for audio by Colin Kelly. Oh, we need to say hi. I forgot to say hi to Cat Cat since she was on. Hi, Cat. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. This is this is one of the the things she was like. We need to do comedy of errors. I was like, okay. 
Okay. You can let go of my throat now, Cat. I've got to do it. I say yes. Actually, I, I I missed where her voice was uh, when she was talking behind the door, and I was I was talking over her. I apologize. How dare Kat. you? I apologize, Cat. She only has like one line, though. Yeah, but we're gonna hear more her more of her in uh, the next episode. So yeah. We'll catch up with you in one month. All right, you guys have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.